Welcome to Rain City Supercars. I'm Nick. I'm Dan. And we're back. Yeah, coming at you recording live from Drivers Club on a Sunday today. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of an interesting day. It's been really cold for this third, fourth day of summer. Yeah, a beautiful day yesterday, and then it yeah. all turned crappy. But uh, as usual, we're brought to you by Haggerty, Rainier Beer, Carter Subaru. And Avant. And Avant. Who is, I mean, we're we're doing this and we're missing one of their big events of the year. They're having Wagon Fest right now at Dirtfish. Yeah. I'm a little jealous. Which is why Adam isn't here today. And I, 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 I mean, Adam was just begging me to bring the cross track. It was, it was almost pathetic. It was just I'm weird. sure. It's just like, please bring the cross track. We need yeah. the cross track. So it's going to be the coolest wagon there. But unfortunately, I had to be here. So <laughs> we all know how that goes, you know, when you're just so popular. Yeah. That's it. No. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's it. You should do like your cross track. Mm-hmm. How you been, Dan? Uh, let's see. I got an, I got sick again. You did? Yeah. Somebody get, at work get you sick? Yes. You got you to gotta look at those people and just be like, get out. I did. Yeah. I told him he went home. Yeah. And I was just like, why did you even come? You're <laughs> not wanted here. Go away. We get plenty of sick time. Use it. Mm-hmm. Don't get me sick. And here I am again. So. No, it's been, uh, we ju- well, this is the Sunday right after German Car Day at Exotics, and it was an excellent, excellent event. Uh speaking of our sponsors drivers club had a bunch of members that came out we had a wonderful and i and i want to make sure i get this right it was a porsche 550 spider yeah 550a 550a spider which was I mean, race aluminum. history aluminum i was giving him crap i'm like if you need some money to paint this like we can get a you know kickstarter <laughs> together so we'll chip in uh yeah, but it it was an absolutely gorgeous day uh our, our, our previous guest peter gleason brought out a wonderful uh BMW CSL, it was a like almost a rally car that was on the uh, 1972 yeah, Olympic rally. One. Yeah, not the black one. No, different one. The bl- the black one was a friend of his. Um, no, of course, it was. Uh, the the it was the um, it was sitting next to the 550 Spider. Oh, I'm sorry, there was, but there was a Porsche uh, tractor. Tractor, what's in between by a, a, a good friend of ours, Bruce Wanta. So. Aw, you coughing? Yep. Is this what is this what you felt like when I was coughing? Yes, and you, okay, exactly. Just making sure. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I have cough drops and everything. It's okay. Nothing. It's okay. Yeah. So I, I was for the ten minutes I was there. It was amazing. I went and dropped off my car and then walked and went to work. <laughs> yeah, you had to work and you've been working. That's why uh, it's tough. I know. It's funny. I followed. Uh, a fellow member at driver's club here on the way there and we were both working on the same project and so i was following he's like you go to the show he's like yeah, i'm gonna drop my car and then go to work he's like oh, i'll talk to you later <laughs> see you at work <laughs> yeah it was kind of funny have fun storming the, the castle, castle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so it's a small world though nice yeah it's been good though it's been i love that porsche man it's so fun right now yeah you, you're putting some miles on it too actually I, not too much i've been trying not to drive it as much during the week i've still got the audi i haven't put it up for sale officially yet because hmm. i'm trying to figure out what i'm gonna get next to be honest yeah, thinking you know, I'm probably leaning toward a cross check or something. But I, I, you, I had your keys and I was showing a lot of people your car. Oh, thanks. And then it was really confusing people when I got in it and drove out of center court. They're like, "Wait a minute, <laughs> did you and Dan both buy these cars?" I'm shared like, no. custody. Yeah, you shared custody. <laughs> I haven't found a way to write it off under Range City Supercars yet, so it's still yours. Oh, <laughs> uh, I see. That's fair. Tax deduction. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I had a, a a listener of ours, a friend, a coworker, brought. A really good idea my way this week, and I'm going to go with it because I thought it was awesome. He loves our Carter Subaru tip of the week, but he goes, I, he's not uh, a, a car guy. Admittedly, he's like, I'm not a huge car guy, but I, I like the show. He likes listening to it. He likes the guests, which is why we do it. We're a car show about people. And he said, you guys, I need to ask like a, a stupid question of the week. I was like, well, if you have to ask the question, it's not a stupid question for one. I was like, I can guarantee you the questions you have are asked by a lot of people who even are car guys who just haven't had a reason to look it up. I find that a lot is there's, well, I didn't need to know about every option, the 911 Turbo S until I had one. Like it didn't matter why this was that. 
but we were talking about transmissions. And he goes, the difference between a PDK, which is a Porsche-specific dual-clutch transmission, and an automatic. And he's like, well, there's only two pedals, and you put it into gear and you go, right? Same thing. Well, they operate completely fundamentally different. And we could go into super in-depth about the differences between DCTs and PDKs and Eight different so automatic. by answering this question, you're a- you're adding like nine more you know yeah. <laughs> things to people for people to ask. So all I'm going to focus on with this one is what is a PDK? Uh, it's a Porsche specific turn. It's a German term. It's a dual clutch transmission. Uh, they use them the same design pretty much as in Audi, Volkswagen, Porsche across the board. And most dual clutch transmissions work the same way. So basically, you have the equivalent of two manual transmissions, not one, compressed inside the same case with two individual clutches, one for each set of odd gears and even gears. And so, and the computer actuates those clutches for you, or you can use them with the paddles. It's a computer-controlled manual transmission. It's still shifting between the gears for you. An automatic has a torque converter inside of it, not a clutch. A torque converter is fluid-operated. A clutch is can be fluid or not. Low horsepower, like a Hyundai, yeah. is going to be a dry clutch. They're more efficient for mileage, and... They are actually a little bit faster, but they don't hold up to high torque numbers as well. There are tons of different variables when it comes to this. Uh, Engineering Explained is a good resource. But for the fun fact of the day, you can, and I know this for a fact, you can launch a Hyundai with a dual-clutch transmission. It will, it does, in fact, have a launch mode. How is your parents' car? It's great. (laughs) (laughs) And so if you have, oh, I don't know, like a Hyundai Santa Fe rental. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. You put that baby into drive, and you hold your foot on the brake, and you floor it, and it'll go to about 4,000 RPMs and let you launch it. And granted, your 0 to 60 will be about 9 seconds <laughs> or zero more. 0 to 60 eventually, yeah. Yeah, your 0 to 60 eventually. Yeah. But because it is, in fact, a clutch transmission, in spite of not having a clutch pedal, it will launch. And some automatics do have launch mode, some don't. But they don't work the same way. Anyway. Every rental company in the world is going, wait a minute, we don't tell these people. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so fun fact, you can launch a Hyundai dual-clutch transmission. You can launch most dual-clutch transmissions, in fact. Even if they don't say they have a launch mode, give it a shot. Basically, put your foot on the brake, hold your foot on the gas, see what happens. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> yeah. It'll either lurch forward and say, nope, not going to launch, or it'll just rev launch. and let you launch. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. So there's your fun fact. Um, like I said, for a more in-depth ex- explanation, I recommend Engineering Explained, a uh, local guy out of Oregon, actually, does a very good job of getting into the really nitty-gritty details. And there are tons of variables when it comes to dual-clutch transmissions, like especially with Lamborghini with the single clutch, which is just those are vi- those shifts are violent. Yeah, Lamborghini. yeah, and yeah. they they exist for a reason. But we would have a like a multi-part episode if I went into that. So. Oh, I think you created a lot of questions just in your explanation. <laughs> but anyway, clutches. Torque I mean, converters. I have questions. There you go. <laughs> Actual <laughs> clutches versus torque converters. Sure, that's all it comes down yeah. to. So not a stupid question at all. Uh, if anybody has any questions they want us to answer, please email us, post a message on Facebook. We do read our messages. Yeah, we do. Uh, thanks, Christian Melody, for listening to our show. Yeah. Appreciate the shout-out. That was cool for him to say hi. Yeah. So, Excellent. Yeah. So anyway, there's your fun fact of the week, Carter Subaru. I, I, you, you, you've you blown my mind. And Subarus have CVTs, which is a whole uh, other animal. I don't want to get into that. Yeah, <laughs> They're great transmissions, by the way. I've got a I've got a. They are now. They weren't before, they, but they're they great They had some now. issues, but they are really great No, not great Subaru, now. but in, in general, like yeah. they, they've come a long way. It's yeah. actually a very good design for an econo- economy car. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, I've been. I love. I love getting my car. I've been, and I've got. I'm getting massive people giving me crap for getting rid of the BMW, but I'm like, well, it wasn't real good off road. <laughs> 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 you kept, you need to replace oil pans and things like Anything's that. Anything's great off road once. <laughs> once. Yep. <laughs> that first five feet until you hit a rock. Done that. 
don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's Sunday. I, I'm, I'm in a very relaxed mood. That, that's, the, that's the weird part about recording today. Like, usually when we record on Mondays, like, I mean, I've had a, a long, busy day, and then I get here, and then we, it kind of ramps up. But, like, I've had a really, really I mean, lazy Sunday, so it's been kind of nice. That sounds wonderful. I, I know. That's I like. know. I know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I was out late last night having beers with a good friend. Oh, it was you. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> At your house. Watching Fletch. Fletch lives. It was a great, it was, it was a wonderful bro date. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. <laughs> well, we have a very exciting guest today, a good friend of ours who we've known in the exotic car community for a long time. I, th- I, don't, you may have, I don't know if, you, if you've known him longer than me. I mean, we've known who each other were. We know I who think, he was, yeah. But I mean, there's between Avance and, and every... You see him in the same backwoods bathrooms, I understand. Right, yeah. It's, it's his, his car is so easy to miss, too. I mean, it usually blends in so and nobody subtle. sees That's it. The thing. So yeah, nobody sees it. It's, you know, it's got minimal drag. Um, so Yeah, Roger, Bong, <laughs> as we call <laughs> you. Like yeah, uh, how do we say your... Is it incar- incarnation? The proper way, yeah. incarnation. Encarnacion. 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 Yeah, the R rolled. It's like Spanish, you know. I'm Filipino, but it's yeah, it Spanish. Like, I was gonna say. I yes. was very confused for a minute well, there. <laughs> well, you know, when Spain took over the Philippines, like right, I got gotcha. you. Did you ever watch like uh, uh, Joe Choi? The new one. Oh, the new one. Oh my god, where he talks so about that. We it, just watched that yeah. the other day. It's so funny. It, it's, it's hilarious. Really, it's not we're plugging anything, but on Netflix, go watch it because there's a, a lot of funny parts. He talks about the Philippines yep, yep. and. and <laughs> Yep. Why all the Filipino people have uh, rolling R's in their names. Yep, so, yeah, exactly. Well, welcome to Rain City Supercars. Thanks for taking time to come in. Well, appreciate you guys taking the time to, you know, it's Sunday and you guys had all the other events. And thank you for taking the time to sleep is come in today and sleep do it. Sleep is overrated, know? believe me. So okay. if you don't know and if you've been to Exotics or driving around here, um, the one car that Bong is known for more than anything is his red RWB which was the third RWB for Washington State, correct? Yes, sir. Okay. And we are going to talk more about RWB today because it's something – it's a it's a subject that it, it makes a lot of people happy and a lot of people mad. So. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Which I love. It's a little controversial. So, I mean, you know, it's not stance, but, you know, whatever. It's functional, right? <laughs> yeah, exa- yeah, exactly. I was going to say, yours is, a, yours is an exception to every rule with RWB. In fact, yours is the only one I've ever seen on a track. I'm sure other people do, but I that's not common. It's usually – What did the car start only? as? It started as a 964 Carrera 4, actually. Okay. It was a pretty interesting find. The I saw it on eBay, actually, and, you know, it was too good to be true. It was no reserve. The guy had to sell it within X amount of days, so I messaged him. I was like, why is there no reserve on these on, on this car? And he's like, well, I, I got something going on with my marriage. I'm going in, I'm getting a divorce. So I, I need really to get rid of my assets y- before y- she realizes what I have. You're, yeah. you're 100% <laughs> right. So that's, that's what happened. So, you know, oh, yeah. I, I actually won the bid, and so I flew to Chicago. Well, the car was originally from Portland, and they moved to Chicago, so then I flew to Chicago, like, that weekend and gave the guy the money and drove it back to Ohio where my parents lived then and then got the car shipped back, so... It was a good deal. That I sounds familiar, up. Dan. Yeah, I bought my yeah. C6 Z06 that way <laughs> out of a guy in Bakersfield, California. I had to meet him at his garage. I paid less for that car than what I sold it for, even after taxes, oh, after wow. I put 30,000 miles on it. Um, wow. But it was that low. He was like, I need it gone now. He posted it on the forum. I said, I will send you money tomorrow. I sent him money that night to hold it. Well, sometimes you see those deals and you kind of start to second guess it. You're like, ah, this is kind of too good what to be true. What am I missing You're here? like, there's yeah. something going on with this yeah. deal, but then you... You check everything out, and you're like, yep. okay, this makes sense. One owner called the dealer, single service dealer, its whole life. I was like, I guess I'll get it. Deal. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Deal. very cool. How did you, uh, your nickname? 
Bong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Right. That's not his first name. <laughs> <laughs> um, so growing up, actually, um, my parents are from the Philippines. My mom's from the north. My dad's from closer to the, the capital. And whenever there's a Filipino like boy that's born, they call him Bong Bong. Okay. Oh, okay. You know, just slang or something Cultural like that. Yeah. yeah, it's a culture thing, and it just ended up just sticking. And growing up, we had 26 first cousins on my dad's side of the family. Dang. And I was, I was the youngest one. Wow. Yeah, so they kind of looked at me as the baby, right? Okay. So that's how that's how the name came about and came upon and just oh, stuck. I have had people ask me, is like, is he a stoner? I'm like, no, he doesn't seem like one at all, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in high school. If he is, he's not good at it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember somebody said that to me one time. They're like, have you seen Roger's cry? And I'm like, who? Yeah. Bong. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wait, who's Roger? <laughs> my real name. Yeah. yeah. It's on my ID. Yeah. <laughs> that's how the government knows you? Yeah. So you were were you always a car kid growing up or was you know what's how did you get into you said you were into tuners before when we were talking on the side which yeah, hey um, I was too so it was Nick I think everybody was yeah. at some point you know especially at that age group you know in the mid nineties Japanese sports cars oh yeah um, growing up I that's that's what we received and like gifts like little Hot Wheels and cars and stuff and all my cousins were in the cars and. That's just what happened. You that know, was the cheapest gift your family could get. Yeah, your all your cousins, yeah. like yeah, exactly. You <laughs> had twenty six of, of them. Twenty six of them. Twenty six dollars. Yeah, twenty six <laughs> Hot Wheels. You Absolutely. know, or whatever, and just distribute them. Yeah. But um, I was always a car guy or a car fanatic, and I think I remember those like big Lego boxes. When you were younger, they're big and they look like a brick. They were just stuffed with just Hot Wheels. In and we were just around cars our whole life. My dad worked for um, a supplier for Ford back in the day. Oh. And, you know, they made transmissions for the tour show. And we were just around cars. And my dad um, was a big, uh, he was actually a big Chevy guy. He had a Camaro and he had a, a an old Firebird. Like, the what year is that? The, um, the one with the big, like, bird in the, in the hood. Uh, the 77 hood. to 84? He was like a 6.6 liter or something Yeah, like the that. turbo that made like 200-something horsepower. Yes. <laughs> Huge. Lots. Yeah. That's very uh, Smoking the Bandit. Yeah. That's yeah. what it was. It was. Yeah, 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 it was just gold with the black. They have the, the T-tops? Bird. Yeah. Nice. T-tops. That's a cool car. Yeah. Very so good. then we were just around cars our whole life, and that's that's how it came about. And I was just, you know, growing up, and my first car was a 93 Toyota Celica. That's a cool first car, actually. Oh, yeah. It was super cool, actually. Um, we received, I bought that for my cousin because she bought an S2000. And um, she's like, hey, you want to buy, cool buy uh, this car for me? And my parents actually gifted it to me, and they're like, you can do whatever you want. Um, you're 16, you got your license, but you got to put your own gas in the car, yeah. you know, and then you, you get your car and you're like, Oh, freedom. You know? And then after like the first two days, you're like, I'm out of gas. <laughs> I gotta go get, I gotta go get a job, you know? So <laughs> yeah. So I started working. Can't even drive to my job. Yeah, exactly. I don't have money for my job. It's a, yeah, it's a catch 22. Yeah. 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 Let's take a quick break and we come back. I want to kind of go back to, you know, a little bit farther back in your family history and how you ended up in this area and go from there. Great. Yeah. Right. We'll be right back. We spend an average of eight hours and 41 minutes a day facing screens. Laptops, smartphones, tablets, even digital refrigerators. But what are we really connected to? Isn't it time you connected to something greater? Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty. For people who love cars. And we're back. We've got our guest Bong here, who has been a longtime friend of ours and car enthusiast. Um, 
you know, we've we've gone through all the major questions of why the hell they, you know, the good ones of why you have the name Bong. But did you grow up in this area? Are you originally from here? No, I'm born and raised in uh, Toledo, Ohio. Ooh, something exciting. Yeah, very. Okay. Yeah, there's nothing there but watching grass grow. But you uh, said your dad was kind of in the car industry. Is that <laughs> kind of why you're in that area? Yeah, um, my parents actually met in Chicago, I think, in the early 80s, obviously, because I was born in the mid-80s. But And then they ended up moving there because we had family there and they ended up getting work there, and yeah, Toledo, Ohio is where I was born, and then when I was in high school, we moved up just over the border to Temperance, Michigan. It's a small little town. Um, there's like one school there, and it's just like, you know, Vancouver to Portland. You know, it's like yeah. one area. You know, if you're from if you're from an out-of-town, you know, you ask somebody from Portland where they're from, they don't say Vancouver, Washington. They say, oh, I'm from the Portland metro area. Yeah. So Toledo is actually where I spent most of our time at, and that's where I worked at, too, growing nice. up. Yeah. How'd you end up out here? Uh, work. Work? Yeah. Um, right out of college, I, I uh, started, actually, I got into the car business in the, in the dealership and worked my way up. And and then uh, after that, I worked for General Motors for a little bit. And then, you know, in, as a rep, and then had the opportunity to come out to the West Coast. And that was my end-all, be-all, you know, at the time. That's where you wanted to be? Yeah. You know, growing up in Ohio, you know, you see, you see all these guys... In the West Coast, they have all the cool cars, you know, and there's nothing there, you know. There's not, there's a lot of classic muscle cars, but I was always into the tuners and the exotics and the Porsches and stuff like that. And Having driven through there, there's a lot of Chevy Impalas that are white. They're probably rental cars. Okay. Yeah, it, it's like a running joke as you drive through there. Like, yeah. everybody's got a Chevy Impala. Yeah. And, but although Toledo was a Chrysler town, I believe. I think that's where Chrysler, Chrysler That's where the Jeep Wrangler's built. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I actually had a Wrangler. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. So. Are they building the Gladiator there? Gladiators there, too? I wonder. I think so. Yeah. I'm starting to see those on the road. Dad yeah. is the engineer on that. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, so what did you have growing up in the tuner stuff? My I was an RX-7 guy. Yeah, my first, my dream car back in the day, I remember my parents, they bought, we went to the Toyota dealership and we bought a Camry, like a late 80s, early 90s Camry. And they had, or sorry, that early 90s Camry, bought a used car and they had like the nine, like the Supra. You know, oh, the, the Mark IV. Yeah, the Mark IV yeah. twin turbo Supra in, in the dealership. And that was my dream car back in the day. I was like... Dang, this is awesome. That's a lot know? of people's dream car. It's yeah. a lot of car, right? And you know, and then obviously I said earlier then then my um my first car actually my sister and I shared a car. We shared a uh Acura Vigor. Oh yeah, yeah. It's an inline I think it's an inline it, five. It looks sort of like a two two door legend, yeah. yeah. It was an oh, inline okay. five. It had yeah. a really weird motor too. It wasn't just an inline yep. five. There was a whole different configuration of the yeah, thing. It's an interesting right. deal. Oh, I wish I could remember that. I'll I'll look that up. There's a there's a good story behind Acura in that engine. It it has a different configuration than any other inline five. I had no idea. Yeah. Anyway. And then it's so a good looking car though. Yeah. It still yeah. is. Like if you look at one of those, it's actually a pretty nice looking car from the nineties. Well my you know, my sister shared sister and I shared it in high school and, and um when it was really cold outside, like the A C wouldn't work. Or really hot, the the, oh, heat, the the AC wouldn't work, and then it was really. I cold. think you were using that wrong. Yeah. If you were, <laughs> yeah, yeah, when it was really hot, the, the AC wouldn't work, and then when it was really cold, the heater wouldn't work. Oh, you know, and and so we that's would what you want in a car. We would carry blankets in the back of the car, you know, because that's <laughs> all we had back in the day. And then you know, finally had opportunity to own a car. My first my first tuner car was a was a Toyota Celica. It was ninety three uh, GT with the five SFE motor in it. Night was it. 93, was that the Bug Eyes, or is that still Pop-Up? It's still Pop-Up Headlights. Yeah, okay, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's a better-looking one, in my opinion. Yeah, that was, uh, you know, that was that was like my, my what is it, my project back in the day. We we ended up swapping a, a 3S GTE in it. Oh, jeez, okay. Yeah, I, I had an older cousin that worked at, a, at like, like a shop it, um, in, in Toledo. It was, was kind of like the Les Schwab of the Midwest, you know. 
and we we ended up having we bought a uh, what was it, 2.0 3SGTE engine and we swapped it in there and we put limited slip in it we front mount intercooler and it was, it was a pretty fast car did yeah. you did you go to school for any of this stuff or was it just something you learned like no, you know, one of those like well if we take the engine out we got to put something else back in and we'll figure it out kind of it thing. Was, uh, you know at, at, this was the time when forums were like mm-hmm. you just had yep. to just use the search button you know and and you know with my cousin's experience and He's, he was a mechanic, so I was like, hey, we can figure this out. I was like, okay, let's let's just do this, you know. And so I just looked up as much research as I could on the Internet to to kind of make it happen. It's like, oh, you know, the transmission will bolt up, and we could use this. We had to use a – We think this will work. We had to use a – we could use the stock fi- – the stock f- – well, sorry, we could use the, the, the clutch from, I believe, a, f- a 5SFE, but then when you had to use a pressure plate from the 3SGTE to make, like – Interesting. It was it was one of those combinations. It's been so long. I mean, it was it was a long time ago. That yeah, I'm starting to see a pattern in your life of you liking to build cars after you yeah. buy them. Yeah. <laughs> so. So you ended up out here, and you're in, you're in the consulting business now, correct? Yep. St- still kind of in the automotive consulting. Oh yeah, business. we're in yeah. the retail. Auto- we are, we're in the retail automotive business. Uh, we help with you know, uh, big franchise car dealerships around the area. You know, we help with like sales training, finance training, leadership training. Um, F and I products, um, compliance, HR, just the whole nine yards with with you know, big dealerships out here. Cool. Yeah, we got a lot of those around here. So yeah, no yeah, lack of work around here. Yeah, and the volume out here is 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 amazing. I mean, you know, growing up in Ohio, you would have like a two hundred car, um, you know, Jeep dealership that was the high volume. But then coming out here, you know, we had some deal. You have some dealerships selling five, six hundred cars. You're just like, wow. Yeah, Lexus so, over here. I think they were the largest Lexus dealer in the world for a while. With wow, the, that's interesting. When they did the facility there, and then well, and Tesla set that record here at Bell Square yeah. for like the most amount of money per square foot or something like that when they, the threes came out. Or it was it was some un- ungodly record? But wow, never knew that they're doing that out of a mall. But yeah, I was gonna say I, I, I was they don't have the inventory. I'm no exception. I probably have socks older than most cars I have right now, but because <laughs> I go through one every two years, that's my that's my thing. I like socks to or cars. <laughs> oh. Both are true. Yeah, Dan's getting new socks and new cars. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's a thing here. Like, there's it's it's strange what a weird car culture we have here that gets very understated by the rest of the country. Yeah, People you know, I I lived in California for a little bit too, and it, it's it's interesting up here. Like everybody, you only have like four months to get everything in. Yep, and then everybody goes in hibernation. Yeah, in California, it's it's all year round. You know, you have what thirty days of rain, so like <laughs> yeah, there's exactly. every weekend there's something going on. And out here, it's like okay, we have. From now until, you know, the end of September. So all the events are happening every single weekend. So there's always, you know, so many events that, that uh, overlap. I like that. Like, because I feel like, you know, we start our car our car season here and, like, it's reveal season. It's everybody's been hiding away in their garage, doing their swaps, doing their body kits, doing whatever it is their cars. And then all of a sudden, all these new cars are on the street that you've never seen before. And it's, it's kind of fun. I mean, the California car scene is interesting. And, you know, Dan and I spent some time down there, but... There's so many car shows and so many. I mean, it's so many parking lots. There's so many cars and coffee, as I say, and it doesn't. It it doesn't have the same impact. Like they don't think they, you know, they're big shows. They have a lot of the hyper cars and stuff that come out. But I think up here, because we're in such a hibernation mode, (laughs) it makes it more special. Yeah, I I think the relationships up here, the relationships up here, are better too. Mm. Absolutely. You know, because there's so many people down there that that you know you don't get to meet everybody here. It's it's such a niche, small small little car culture that everybody kind of knows everybody and everyone has a relationship with everybody. So it's it's good. Sure. Sure. And we have all the crazy car car uh, clubs up here. Like, you remember the Three Pedal Posse? No, what's right? that? Oh, no. <laughs> you know, more people <laughs> ask that question. 
I've said that's Mauricio. I was like, what is it? I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> three <laughs> pedal Porsches. It's uh, three pedal Porsches. That they're all they're good guys. But you remember the, them, those guys, and they they're they're it's a good club to hang out with. And I mean, I don't think they let you in unless you have a Porsche, right? Yeah, no, I think it's anything with three pedals. I mean, that's that's typically. I don't what know. It I see a lot of Porsches. <laughs> I always assume three pedal Posse is three pedal Porsche, pretty much, because that's what all, all I see. It's just, it works either way. And the and the, the decal or the logo, it's a Porsche. It's a yeah. Porsche uh, pedal, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Small pedal box. Yeah. Um, I really want to talk about about the car, the RWB, and and how you came about that, and how you decided to do that, and the kind of the if if you can kind of give us a background to people behind us. Sorry, the people, our listeners that don't know what RWB is and, and what the process is to be chosen to have one of those cars and how it's made. Yeah, absolutely. I can yeah. fill you guys in. Well, actually, I'll, I'll uh, start from how I got into Porsches and I'll leave. Yeah, yeah please you know, do. My f- actually, my, uh, my first Porsche was when I was living in California. I uh, had the opportunity to pick up a 996 Turbo, and that's the first 911 I ever owned. That's so a that, great car. That's a lot of car for a first 911, right? Yeah. And you chose wisely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it was between um, I, I had a couple, you know, cars in mine and like a GTR and 996 Turbo, and I go and test drive this car, and I, I was like, wow, this car, this is amazing. This is this is the reason why people own these cars. You know, yeah. the engine in the back, there's you know, it handles it's super nimble and there's a lot of power. But that was my first car. I had a 996 Turbo, and then I moved up to Cal to, to Seattle, and I ended up coming across a. Um, 81 Super Carrera on eBay. And okay. and it was a buy it now and it's like this is another deal that's too good to be true. And um so I messaged a guy and the guy was from Redmond. I went to go check out the car and I ended up winning the bid and and um I drove this was my first air cooled car and 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 I realized I'm like wow these these cars are amazing, you know, the, the torsion suspension, no power steering. Yep. You know, it's it's real raw, you know, super analog. So I was like, I, I love air-cooled cars now. You know, I ended up selling my nine nine my 996 and kept the Super Carrera. And then I had brought that Super Carrera to uh, to Exotics at Redmond Town Center. And then, uh, you know, the gentleman came up to me and started asking me questions. He ended up being John from Metropolitan Detail. Oh. <laughs> We've never heard of them. Yeah. <laughs> They're definitely not next door. And that ended up being his car, actually. He owned that car f- before uh, and then he ended up selling off to to some guy that and then he ended up passing away and his brother ended up inheriting it and it sat in the garage for like for like eight years and I was looking to build a track car and I was like oh you know I, I want to build something pretty cool it's it's either going to be something air cooled or you know get a 997.1 GT3 or you know and and then I ended up like somebody was like, somebody ended up telling me hey you should build a an RWB. I was like, what's that? You know, and I started finding out about the history. Oh, this, you know, Japanese guy, you know, he builds these wide-body 911s for the track, you know. And I started doing some more research. I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. This is pretty interesting, you know. And and so I – and then at the, in the meantime, you know, John's been messaging me like once a week, hey, or once a month, you want to sell that car? You want to sell yeah. that car? <laughs> is this the brown one? Yeah. Yeah. The infamous brown yeah, this car. Is, John okay. mentioned this on our episode. I just didn't put the two oh, okay. together. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I still regret selling. Now I know <laughs> how this story ends because he's got that car again. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so he had it out yesterday, actually. Yeah, he did. yeah. No, so he yeah. had it yesterday. He had it out yesterday, and um, so you know, that I, I think that, that the car belongs to him. So I'm yeah. like, yeah, you know what? You could have this deal. You know, it's 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 interesting because I know that the guy that owns a 996 now he owns a restaurant down in the ID. So I, we go there like once a month, and I was like, hey, are you ready to sell this thing again? <laughs> <laughs> so trying to buy it back, right? So. And then so I started looking up some more research on, you know, raw weld and 
was like, oh, maybe I can make this work. So then I ended up selling the Super Carrera and then coming across that deal on eBay. And I was like, I, 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 w- I wanted to build a 964 platform anyways. I think I, I personally believe I, I personally think they they just look the best. I do too. Yeah. The 993s look a little too bubbly. And I was like, I was like, I'm going to do a 964. So I ended up picking up this deal. Um, it was actually during uh, one of the builds up in Seattle. Nakai was in town. Okay. And the bid, like the bid for the 964 was ending that same day. So I ended up winning that. And I was like, Hey, this is the car I want to build. And, and that's that's all. Sh- that's how I came across and the the deal with Nakai. Like and pe- what people don't know is, we, if you're lucky to be chosen enough, he comes to you and builds the car where you are, right? I mean, he's he started building them in Japan, correct? Yeah, it was for like, himself. Yeah, it was like out of a little garage. It like, it's still the same garage. Yeah, yeah still the same garage. Yeah, still t- it was like 20 years ago. Or Smoke filled. Long he time smokes ago. like a chimney. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, um, yeah. And basically, what it is is they they come into town and then it's a a custom wide body kit that he has he has created and, and fabricated, correct? Yes, sir. And he but he does all the works. He's the only ones that works on those cars. Correct? Yes, he's the only one that can install it. Um, the cool thing about about the RWB kit is you know everything he sends you everything and you guys just set up a date. Um, I think right now it's about a year. It's about a year wait. It used to be longer than that. Yeah. Um, and he builds about 30 to 40 a, a year now. It used to be more. He's all around the world. I mean, th- yep. and, and a big part of that is they're about to build one at LeMay yeah. in, in August. August uh, 11th. August 11th. Uh, they're going to be They're starting. It's a what, two, two-day build, three-day build, I think. He usually comes in. Um, it, yeah, it's a two-day build. He, he can knock it out in about 18 hours now. Yeah. Which is insane when you think yeah. about the amount of work that goes into that car. Well, everything's going to be prepped um, beforehand. The car's going to be painted. The suspension's going to be on. You know, ev- the bumpers and everything has to be off. Everything's got to be ready to go for him. Right. And he kind of—it's interesting. He sends you like you know a message off a line chat with us like the random checklist. He takes photos. He's like, I need this, 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 and this. And he sends it. He's like, Do you have all this? You're like, Yep. You know. And he's like, All right, I'll see you. You know. <laughs> I'm um, ready for your approach. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's it, he's a super simple guy. It's it's pretty interesting to 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 come watch him. Um, you know, build a car. So he's he's pretty he's pretty cool. As you watch him cut into your fenders, going. <laughs> yeah, you know, after the first, you know, the first one, you're like, oh, well, we're we're committed, we're 100 yeah. percent in. But then after that, you're just like, oh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, and a lot of people don't know. I mean, RWB. This is kind of one of the the main hubs for it, like, because Christian Kujin is the main one of the main contacts for RWB, correct? Yeah. Oh yeah. And I mean, where was yours built at? It was built at um, uh, Wildabout Cars Garage in Kirkland. Okay. Oh, very okay. cool. Yeah. Actually, okay. when I first moved up. To, to Bellevue, I, I didn't have any rooms for my cars, and so we all have that problem. And yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> and I was my 996 Turbo was getting shipped up, and I just couldn't. I didn't know anybody that could stock in a car because I was traveling five days a week at the time. And so I just started googling some you know shops in the area, and Wild About Cars was the closest to Bellevue. So I you know called Warren up, and I was like, Hey, I want to come meet you. I need to get some a car shipped up here, and he was a pretty cool guy. And that's how we started that relationship. So, and then, then when I bought my 964, I was still traveling and the car needed to be shipped into Seattle. And he's like, yeah, I'll I'll be glad to take it in. And we were talking about, hey, what are you going to do with this car? I was like, well, I'm going to do an RWB build. And he was, he was kindly enough to to volunteer. Well, we should do it here. I'm like, okay, sure. (laughs) Win, win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm glad you volunteered. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It, I mean, and I, I was talking about earlier before the break about the kind of controversial and the fact that there are a lot of Porsche purists that look at it as, as sacrilegious that you're cutting into these pristine cars. N- not all of them are pristine, but I mean, a lot of them are chosen because they're not because you're cutting things in. But it's it's frowned upon in some establishments. Oh, yeah. Yes. I mean, a lot of the purist guys are just, oh, they're cutting the fenders or he's coming in and he's doing all this, you know. But you know, I, I personally believe, you know, with 
if you own a car, you should be able to do whatever you want to it. Of course. So. You can yeah. have any opinion you want as long yeah. as it's the right one. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And what's interesting is, you know, I have that, and then I, well, a lot of people don't know, I also have, like, uh, all-original 65 300 chassis 911. So that's, that's like, oh, really you original. You should have made that one into an RW. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, and then when they crucified you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I w- I've always had, like, you know, a couple Porsches, you know, but that one's always the one that gets all the attention. I've had a 76S that was all original too, and um, obviously the 81, and then now the 65. So I've always had, you know, a couple Porsches here and there, and and but that one that always has the most, you know, controversy or conversation sure. behind it. So yeah. that 65 is a smart investment. That's a great car. Yeah. Nice. That's, Thanks. I don't see that. I don't think I've seen that car actually. It's 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 gonna be finished soon. Okay, cool. So. I look forward to that. He's hiding it from you, Dan. That's all right. We all knew about it. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, we've had a, a several. I mean, one one day I think we had what three or four of the RWBs out, and it was the the individual the individual owners. It's it's interesting to see how everybody did their car because not all of them. It's this, a lot of them are the same kits, but I mean, like I forgot. There's the blue one that has the the incredible shifter in it, like the linkage. It almost looks Christian's like it comes, car. Yeah. Christ, is it fr- Christian's, Christian's car? car yeah. It looks like it comes out of a Pagani. I mean, it the was CAE. Just, oh, yeah. geez, it's just gorgeous. I mean, but the individuality to it, and the fact that you know, just because you're, it's an RWB car, and it's and it's licensed as that. I mean, there's so, the individuality of each car yep. is really neat, and I'm, I've always enjoyed coming or watching people come to the show to see these cars because. A lot of people have seen him in the magazines. They've been he's been huge. I mean, in in the Porsche magazines and the and almost the tuner magazines mm-hmm. too, and seeing these cars. And I don't have they ma- have they made any mu- uh, movie debuts, those cars or anything like that. I'm trying to think like, you know. I feel like they. I they think probably there was have, an, I think there was a movie that was produced in you know Southeast Asia, but no, nothing yeah. nothing nothing made it, nothing yeah. in the United States. There were some music videos I think that had the cars in it, but I, I don't sure. Yeah, I actually, you know, what, what's funny is I really d- don't follow you know. The, I I I, re- I really wanted to just build an air cooled track car. Sure. <laughs> so that's Which what is, I wanted to build one to use. I was going to talk about that because that's actually so. really interesting. Is is as much as they are built, they're sort of designed for track. I think you're the only person I know with one who actually tracks it. They're there's a couple. Cars. There's 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 several in the U.S. I mean, I think there's a gentleman in Tampa, and then there's a couple guys from California that will run theirs in the track. Um, there's there's a lot of guys in Japan that will run theirs. Um, that makes more sense for the most part in the in the U.S. There's you know a lot of guys just build them and just put them in the garage and just look at them. I, I encourage you if you if you are interested by this to go on the internet and and look it up to RWB because there's a lot of people that have done really cool videos like build videos of their cars that it, it it really shows the process and it's a really interesting process to do. Yeah. And watch. It's Nakai, right? Yeah. Nakai. Yeah. Okay. Just search RWB. Million. But I'm just saying. I just always want to get the name right. Yeah. <laughs> so when you try, how did you get into track stuff? You, did you do that before, or was this your first track car? Um, you know, I used to run a when I was when I had the Celica. I um, I was uh, I had the opportunity to, to own an S two thousand, so I sold the Celica off. I bought an S two thousand while I was in college, and I. C- I'm, I'm going to step back. I can only afford these cars because I was living at home with my parents until I was like 26, and I was just saving all the money. So, I, you know, I had a bunch <laughs> of people made fun of me. I was like, you are Joy Coy. <laughs> <laughs> you so, went out to the garage now. Yeah, I was, I was living at home with my parents. You know, I, had, I was in the car business, and I was just, you know, saving all this money, and I was like, I'm going to build an S2000. I, I ran SCCA yeah. in Ohio, and um, I, mean, I got into Porsches in California. I, I got into a, a, a pretty uh, – pretty bad motorcycle accident when i was living in california and i was like ah i think i'm i'm done with motorcycles so then i got into porsches like that's any 
safer. Yeah, cage helps <laughs> okay. a little bit. Yeah. And um, then moving up here, I, um, I wanted to build something that can run on the track. So Nice. Yeah, I had an S2000 too. It was a great car, actually. Yeah. I love that car and a lot of motorcycles. But they were, Those cars were just so underpowered. Yeah. You had to ring yeah. the piss out of them. Yeah, you, you had know. to. Yeah. They were great if you were supercharged. Anybody yeah. who had a supercharged one was yep. fantastic. Kevin Flynn, a previous guest of ours, his, he had a supercharged S2000. Is the S2000 the one that the, the cowboy in the middle of winter in Montana told you you were crazy for driving? Yeah, I drove mine home from St. Louis in yeah. January. That was mm. fun. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. How how'd you manage to do that? Snow I mean, there's no weight in the back. Snow tires and snow oh, yeah, plowing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I literally was snow plowing up the highway to do it. It was it was fine though. With the right tires, the car was actually really easy to handle. It but wasn't I, bad at all. The key to the story is that a crazy cowboy in Montana looked at him and went, "I wouldn't do that." Because <laughs> <laughs> you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Said so you're effing crazy. Actually. Yeah. It was, pretty it was much pretty funny. funny. I was like, "Yeah, it's just it fine." <laughs> He's still here though. Yeah, I made it. That car did really well. Uh, so. Um, you had uh, we were talking about the wing in your car because right now you have four <laughs> wings for your car. Well, yeah. rear, rear deck lids, I guess. Yeah, it? it's yeah, a whole deck, deck lid lids, trunks, yeah. deck lids. Yeah, yeah. That the one I have, the 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 big one, the well, the GT2 or the Champion wing, whatever they call it. It's it's the one I just swap in in the summertime. Yeah, for, the, I, for the track. I, I love that it's functional. I was talking with a friend of mine who's driving back from uh, uh, Delaware when I picked up mine and. The difference it makes to put that car in a sport mode and raise the rear wing and the front spoiler is very, very dramatic. It's not like some little thing. The car handles completely differently when you do yeah. that, and especially when you get above 60, 70. But even you know, the higher speeds I may have hit in other states that I didn't have anybody around on. Montana? Yeah. Mexico. Mexico, yes. That little detour I made. It was fantastic, and it's uh, it's funny that you have a separate whole deck just for track duty. You know, I, was, I had one opportunity to kind of build the car, so I was like, I'll just buy it. I'll just get everything. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Because you've got, you've got the deck lid that came on the car pretty much. Yep. You got That's the big, my favorite one. Favorite one. You were yeah. saying that. like The OEM deck lid just, to, just with the little retractable little tray. That's my favorite, that's my favorite it one. It just looks so different with the, with the wide body because, like you said, you can see, really see the shape of the car. But Dan and I are both big fans of the duck wing. And you yeah. said you you own it, but it's not yeah, your favorite. It's my least favorite one. Least favorite one. Yeah. Okay. It's either you should go all out or just yeah. have nothing at go all. Go big or go home. Yeah. I think yeah. it's that original RS yeah. love that I have for the, the Carrera RS. But I got to say, my favorite body is that uh, there's a driver's club member here with a GT3 Touring. I think that body is probably my favorite factory Porsche body ever, just because it gives you all the wide body factory, the the gorgeous front spoiler. And then you have that perfect line of the rear. It's yeah. actually my least favorite part of my Turbo S, even though it's very functional, is that it has a spoiler. Yeah. And I love the factory no-spoiler look of a yeah. Porsche. It's like, give me the GT3 RS wing or give me nothing. That's what I want. Can You're you just swap? Can you? I, I haven't looked into it. Can you take a G regular GT3 wing and put it on the Touring? No. You can't. Oh, on wow. the Touring. I don't oh, know. The, the yeah. Touring maybe because they, have this, they probably have the same intake, but the turbos, and then they have totally different ducting on the rear. Hmm. But in a naturally aspirated car, probably. You're just mad because the whole wing and the whole rear end has to come off just to change the oil. It does. <laughs> no, not to change <laughs> I mean, the oil, I guess. Well, it's to change the air filter requires removing the rear bumper on the car. That's a lot of work. Yeah. yeah. It's Which means you need to remove the wing and all yep. everything else. Put the there, wing yeah. into service mode. Remove the rear wing. Remove the deck lid. Remove the bumper. Remove the wheels. To change your air filter. I mean, no, no thank you. Yeah, it's, it's the stupid center. <laughs> you don't box. even have an air filter. <laughs> I don't even have PDK. What's <laughs> that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Listen to the first part of the podcast. Yeah, I was like, yeah. what is this? <laughs> yeah. What are you guys talking about? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <coughs> 
excuse me. Uh-oh, I'm getting you sick now. No, you're not. You're <laughs> absolutely not. I, after seeing you last night, I went home and like put every bit of antibiotic. Yeah, oh, believe me. Yeah. Hand sanitizer. Hand sanitizer. I use that. Usually when we leave, I just bathe hand sanitizer. <laughs> Take a shower in it. It's, it's something we do. Yeah. So uh, what do you have next coming up, either for your car or for your next car? Is there anything catching your eye that you want to go get? I'm not really too sure, actually. Really? Um, no, I have a couple ideas, and uh, you guys will find out maybe next yeah. year. I look forward to it. I yeah. always have like this long lineup of like, okay, here's the possibilities of what's next, and it's always yeah. I'm never sure, but I have like five or six cars I'm thinking about already. One yeah, you versus know, need versus what I can afford are very three different lists. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, well, maybe if I keep keep getting promoted and I do this, then maybe it'll be this car. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, I, I need to. F- we need to finish it. I need to finish the '65 before anything, and and then go from there. But that's a smart play, though. Are you doing a full restore? Um, no, it was that, that car was. Uh, I don't. I don't want to put too much detail into it sure. uh, for now. But no, it wasn't a full restore. Okay. It, it was the car was. It was clean. It was awesome. It was no rust. So you're doing it's your thing, is what you're saying. Yeah. Very yeah. nice. Okay. I look yeah. forward to seeing that. Everybody yeah. looks forward to seeing I probably, that. I might. Blink. When's Classic Car Day for exotics? Uh, we actually don't have one scheduled this year. Um, we uh, we're working on scheduling that. So it'll it'll be later. It'll be later in the year. But um, hmm. we've uh, there were some scheduling issues with uh, some of the Classic Car Club. Um, Nobody's fault. It's just they have events and we had events yeah, and it just didn't makes work. Sense. So, but yeah. we're working on that. Actually, came up earlier. I might bring today. it out. Yeah, please do. One of these weekends, I might okay. bring it out. So, yeah. I would love that. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk about a few other things with the Vaughns coming up and other things. Grandpa, what do you call this thing again? It's a '66 Ford Bronco. I think you got ripped off. Why is that, honey? It's got no Wi-Fi, no USB port, no Bluetooth. Exactly. I guess we'll just have to talk. Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. Is that the window button? It's called a window crank. Cool. The faster I move it, the faster it goes down. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty. Being old is kind of cool, Grandpa. Works for me. For people who love cars. And we're back. I was going to ask you, what is your favorite part about your RWB? The radio system. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know Bo's put in radio systems in RWB. (laughs) Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. I, pull, I pull in here, you know, there's a there's a Boas Revolve sound link. You know, there's yeah. a Bluetooth radio, and I have the charger. No, um, That's how I get sound in the Triumph, that same yeah. thing. John Zubrick has that Harman Kardon speaker in the back of his M3 because he doesn't want to modify the stereo, so he's just got one Bluetooth speaker in the back. It works. Oh, yeah. it, it actually works. You just put it right next to you, and you're yeah. good to go. Um, no, um, I, actually, it's a lot. I, I think my favorite part is, the fa- my favorite part is is just really being on the track with that car and and just the grip yeah the, the 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 car i mean you're running the 265 front with a 335 rear and actually understeers more than it does oversteer cuz the, the grip is unbelievable on that car especially with the R888s so that's that'd be my favorite part of it is when you're actually driving the car on the track and and you're like wow this car has a lot of grip and a ton of downforce yeah yeah, so it's uh, the, between the front canards, the huge splitter, the rear wing, the wide body. Like, that's a lot of downforce. On Unfortunately, car. it's not being used by a lot of the guys. I mean, like, you guys got to take your cars to the track. I mean, it does amazing on the track. It's awesome, but. Yeah, that's a, a sh- I see that a lot with uh, anybody who takes their, like, GT3s are a good example. Like, their uh, GT3 is a very drivable, everyday car. But Those cars are just not fair on the track. <laughs> I mean, it's just. <laughs> I mean, you could drive that thing in sport mode. You don't have to shift the car. It's got the all-wheel steering, and it just it just goes. You're just put. You're just gonna put down some good times, you know. <laughs> Cheater mode. Yeah, yeah it, it really it has all the cheat codes. Yeah, yep. it does. You yep. Just out of the box. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna do you're gonna drive 
drive very well in that car. Yeah, it, it is a cheater car in, in a sense. It's such an easy car to drive fast. In fact, it drives better fast because I, I laugh because like uh, there's uh, the I always say the worst part about owning my Corvette was being a Corvette owner, the Corvette <laughs> Forum. <laughs> It really was. It was like, I love the car, but you get to around any of the forums of the club That's right. Hate mail goes to uh-huh. info at raincitysupercars.com. Yeah, no. <laughs> and there are a lot of great Corvette owners, don't get me wrong. They'll tell you the same thing, though. They're the quiet ones in the forums. They're like, I don't want to be in this group. But you'll get these guys that are like, oh, it's got more horsepower. It's got more torque. And I'm like, yeah, but it can't put it down. So, <laughs> like, the guy with the 200 less horsepower in his Porsche is going to smoke you unless you're a absolutely 100% pro driver. Are you Randy Probst, you know, out there? You know, that was funny. I was at the Ridge last week, and I was I was running with a couple Corvette guys, and coming out into the last turn into the straight, you know, I was playing with, I think it was a, a Z06, or one of the, I don't remember, I was, I was behind him the whole time, and he finally points me by on the straight. <laughs> And <laughs> I couldn't pass. I'm like, like of all the places, I, I had I had wide. I, I had to pedal to the metal. I was I was just giving it everything, and I was slowly inching past <laughs> the car. The Corvette had to like literally hit his brakes to slow down to let me pass by because my car is so underpowered. I was like, out of all the places you're gonna point me by, I mean, your car just <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's funny. He knows you, yeah. he knows you can beat him in the curves. Yeah, so uh, it's it's the Corvette life is different, but <laughs> <laughs> it is funny though. Like I yeah, it's a night and day difference. Different driving styles entirely. It's like, how hot do you want to slide out of this corner? Because that's what you're going to do. You're not going to grip through it. You're just going to point and hope that it grips and yeah. goes. Hope you end up at the right place at the end of the corner. <laughs> Come on, E-diff work. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, lessons in power sliding. And uh, so moving on, to Adam's not here today, but you are an Avance member as well. Yeah. Which is awesome. Um, the only thing Avance has coming up that we really want to touch on, I mean, we talked about Radwood in depth in our last episode, but we have Avance Fest coming up next yeah. weekend. Which, if I'm not laying in bed dying, I will definitely want to be at because that'll be awesome. Um, I'm assuming you're going to be there as well. I hope. I'm not sure yet, actually. Oh man, my, you know my schedules are so last. Don't worry, That's guys. True. We I'll be there. You want to borrow yeah, the car? He, he, I was going to say I'll just take yours. It's <laughs> fine. Yeah, we'll just yeah. Is That's it at fine. Emerald Downs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was interesting when I first met Adam for Avance. You know, um, he invited me to the like, the, the Porsche Club. Um, they had their annual little get together. Oh yeah. The Elysian one? No, the one that was at like Park Place. Oh, huh. it was a couple years ago, and he oh, was okay. just starting a Vans, and and he's like, "Hey man, can, you know, can you can you can I borrow your car to put in the Vans booth?" And he's done a really good job with with what he's doing with 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 the Vans. Yeah, I'm nobody has even come close to doing yeah. what Adam has been doing. Yeah, I, I really he's like adapted it. very fast, and it's grown immensely. And now yeah. with the Vans off road and all that, they had a huge presence at the Overland Festival this Northwest last Overland Rally. Yeah, yeah so. they did barbecue and beer, and that I wanted to go to that. Speaking of which, if you're looking for something to do for the rest of those eight months out of the year when you're hibernating, get something off road. It'll change your life. I'm still waiting for I'm waiting for the Wrangler diesel to come out. Mm. That's one of those going to make it fit in the budget things because I love going off road. Around here, there's so much to do oh during yeah, the winter too. So much. Unfortunately, in the winter here, it's the biggest tires win because it's the depth. So mm. 37s actually matter. Really? Those, yeah. Those things are taking over the internet. Everybody's put they're putting the uh, the elephants into them. Thousand horsepower and they're yep. that's insane. That's why I want the diesel though. Just give me torque. I, I get it, but it's just I'm looking at it going. Why do you need that much horsepower in a Jeep? Why not? Because I mean, <laughs> at, at a certain point, it, it, it comes down to traction. And if I mean, you can have all the power in the world, but if you this goes to racing and everything, it's just like I'm watching a, a popular YouTuber right now who I will remain nameless, who's, who's lifted his his Gladiator and is putting a a elephant in there. And I'm going, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, I I, I agree with the diesel. And I think it's awesome. It's just 
I, I even agree with the Hellcat engine, but it's a thousand horsepower in a Jeep just seems. Yeah, I guess, I guess all, the, all that torque go. matters. You're just going to break yeah. the crap out of your axles. Elephant RWB. New <laughs> idea. I, I had a Wrangler. I had a 2011 Wrangler. And that thing was so slow. Yeah. Like, I mean, it had they had uh, 35s on it, and I mean, you couldn't even get the thing to like 80. I mean, yeah. it just <laughs> took you like three minutes getting on the on ramp. You're like, oh, I'm just going to go up. 33s know? on my Land Cruiser. That thing was slow to begin with. But those 33s on there, it was like, it had the momentum. It was like playing uh, what's uh, Mario Kart with. Um, Bowser. <laughs> so you like eventually you got up to speed, and when you did, it just held that speed. Yeah, yeah. Like it was a little terrifying going down steep hills, but other than that, it was great. <laughs> Upgraded the brakes a little bit. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> There's been some moments. Yeah. Get an out or get a Subaru. <laughs> Actually, Less power, great grip. Yours is yeah, fun. Yeah, I yeah. love your Subaru. Yeah. That thing is cool. Anyway. So I mean, are you are you a fan of of of, of the hypercars and the supercars and things like that? Like I I love them. I mean, I, there's there's always. You, I could appreciate them, yeah, and just like the technology and the work put into them, and and I, I actually my one of my dream cards is actually a Carrera GT, uh, the true Widowmaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The real know, and, and yeah. when I when I got in the Porsches, I was like, you know, I, I, what's this show on the Discovery or, or the hist or the channel where the guy keeps trading up, like he starts with the starts vacuum, with a paperclip, like and a vacuum yeah, cleaner, yeah, and ends yeah. up with a new motorcycle. Like, yeah, I don't know the name of the show, but I yeah, 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 yeah. That was actually one of my goals. Is to, okay, well, I'm gonna start with one Porsche, and I just want to keep flipping these and turning them, and you know, kind of buying and selling until I end up with a Courier GT. So that sounds like a great plan. Actually, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just fun, and so uh, that, that's that. That's something I want. I want to try to accomplish. You know, put oh, the market's on your side right now. So yeah, Porsche market's great. Yeah. No, I, I like the Porsche. Yeah, I like the hypercars. I love the supercars. Um, something about I, I, I actually I like air cooled and vintage cars better. Just there's just some nostalgia behind them when you it's drive. They're them. more mechanical. It's yeah, just, you pop the yeah, hood yeah. and you can tell what happens. in you know, yeah, you have to drive the car. I mean, you, you could get in like a Turbo S or GC3. Totally. I mean, the car is a good daily. It's got power. It's got, it's got great suspension. But you know, you I gotta drive the the nine six four. You're like. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's an event to yeah. get in that car and do anything. Yeah. I completely understand. Yeah, is that is the R is the RWB build? Is, is that your daily? Like when you're here, I know you're gone a ton, but is that is that? Oh the no, no, no it's oh okay. Oh, I don't know. I have an F one fifty. Oh okay. Oh, you're a Ford guy. I see. Okay. <laughs> yeah, nice. no, I use that to trailer. I mean, there's okay. a used truck. You use that to trailer the car around when go to the track. There's something you know. I used to drive the car to the track, um, but. When you drive to the ridge or you go somewhere for two hours and then you drive for six or seven hours, like the last thing you want to do, do is get back in the car. Get back in the car and drive it for another two hours in traffic. And you know, I had an opportunity to pick up a trailer off of Craigslist, and after the track day, you know, there's an extra twenty or thirty minutes of unloading and prep work. You know, strapping the car down. But when you're driving down the highway, and you got the AC on, you're you're on Bluetooth talking to somebody on the side. <laughs> you're like, okay, this is this is much better. Yeah. <laughs> I just assumed the wing on the back of the RWB was so you could take tires to the track with you. <laughs> I, would get, I would get a rack. I would, you know, somebody said, hey, you should get a roof rack. You should get a roof rack on that and put some race tires, you know. I was like, oh, you know, that'd be kind of funny. There's it would guy, be funny. There's a guy from <laughs> Seattle that, that does that every year on Gumball. He's got that. He's got a turbo, and he's got. they've got a roof rack with the extra spare tire up top. Oh, that's right. I've seen yeah. that, yeah. Troy wrapped it from Matt, uh, Gorilla Man. I, I always laugh when I see like a sports car like that and it's got a trailer hitch because it's just for carrying the four spare tires on the yep. back of the little tiny trailer and it yep. all has the spare tires. I'm like, yes, that guy right there. That's cool. No, I just throw everything in the back of the bed of the truck and just I'm off to the races, you know. Yeah. Off, you know, down the road. Literally, so. yeah. 
that's awesome that you use it so much and you use it in the right way, which I, it's just not a common story with even modern sports cars. So many people don't track them, and it's cool that you do. It's great. I mean, I I, I encourage. I mean, if if you have a sports car, just take it. I mean, you learn so about so much about yourself, the the car, the limits, and then you get on the regular road and you're like you're afraid of everybody else. You know, like after a track day, you're, you're driving down like I five. You're like everyone's a horrible driver. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Yeah, it's fun seeing the... the you don't have to come off a track day to drive down I-5 <laughs> yes, and realize everybody's true. a horrible driver. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> especially especially when like in the summertime when it's been nice for like oh, two weeks and then God. it rains. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been fun watching the Bella Corsa group come up and seeing more women on the track who have never really had that experience before. And the, the, you see the way their eyes light up after you talk to them about their track day. It's really just great to see. It makes me happy to see the happiness that comes out of them after they've done their first track day. Yeah. Or any of the guys as well. But it's fun with the... Uh, just seeing talking to the ladies over the weekend about their just, last track. Just day. like Carrie, you know, passing men on the track. Right, That's exactly. Beating the crap out of guys. Good yeah, we should shout out to Shay for doing that. She was inst- helping instruct in the last track day as a previous guest of ours, and she's a hell of a driver. And she brought out the other ladies, and they had a great time. So yeah, that was cool to watch. Absolutely. So, all right. Well, well, Bong, I appreciate you taking a Sunday. I know you got your busy schedule, but well, thanks, uh, thank you for, for coming in. Time. Yeah, appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, um, and uh, for uh, you know, as a little bit of inside. Uh, this will be this week's episode, but we are Rain City Supercars is doing a special uh, event uh, Monday uh, for Drivers Club event uh, and the industry night. Um, we're interviewing somebody very special. Yeah, not recorded. So yeah. if you're a Drivers Club member, you can get into that. Or an industry member, I mean yeah. that'll already be passed when this comes out. But uh, one of the many benefits here is doing that, and we are super excited to do that and thankful for that. We'll be doing the same thing in Monterey for Car Week, actually. So. Yeah, both of those things scare me, but we're oh, you know it's good, <laughs> it's good, you know. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that one though. But uh, now, if you guys uh, if you come to exotics, you'll see Bong out there a lot. You can't miss his car, but now you know a little bit more about him and his story and the fact that he actually uses his car. Very cool stuff. Really, this guy. So thanks for coming on the show, Appreciate man. Appreciate the time. Yeah, thanks it was great getting to know you more. And thanks for bringing pizza. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was good. It's, not, it's rare that our guests feed us. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was hungry. I was like, man, I need, we need to get something to eat. Sunday, <laughs> just, just got out of the exactly. gym, you know, just got done working out, and we're, I'm heading straight here. I'm, I'm starving. I'm going to pick up some pizzas. <laughs> I should go to the gym. I had pizza <laughs> yesterday, too. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, we did, so too. Did we. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, pizza hey, wait a minute. <laughs> I was like, we had pizza, too. Excellent. Well, thanks for coming. Uh, for Rain City Supercars, I'm Nick. I'm Dan. Don't just get there. Enjoy the drive.